Well, this morning I'd like to, for the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, focus on our first reading from the book of Exodus. And it's a great joy for me to be able to celebrate this feast with all of you. Uh, I have a, I have a special devotion to Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and I believe that my priesthood is due, uh, largely, um, because of Our Lady's intercession, and Our Lady's intercession particularly under the title of Our, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Uh, and so it's a, it's a great joy for me here to be with you and to be able to celebrate, uh, this Mass and to talk about, and to talk about, uh, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. In uh, Exodus, we have God revealing himself to the prophet Moses, and he reveals himself in at least sort of two different ways, or two main ways. On the one hand, he says, I am who am. I am that am, or I am who am. And then on the other hand, he says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And uh, on this on this hand, with uh, I am who am, this is a very profound self-revelation of God. And what our Lord, what the Lord is basically saying here is that um, by uh, his very essence, he exists. That by definition, God exists. Of necessity, he exists. So anything in creation doesn't have to exist. There's no absolute necessity. Uh, my parents could have, uh, something could have happened to my father and he could never have met my mother. And then I would never exist. So my existence is contingent upon other events. And those events are contingent or dependent upon previous events, so forth and so on. But if you go back far enough, there is something that must exist, and that is God. He is the first cause and the origin of all creation. And he, of his own free will, decided to create the world. The world didn't have to exist. Uh, God didn't have to create the world. But he did, anyways, because of his good nature. And goodness is... Uh, by nature wants to share itself. And so that's why God created the world. Um, he wanted to share himself. He wanted to have intelligent creatures such as ourselves with whom he could reveal his glory and with whom he could enter into a relationship. And so that's what brings us to the other way that God is revealing himself to us through Moses. He says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so this is now God, not in himself, not existing necessarily, but God freely entering into relationship with humanity, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then the greatest uh, manner in which God enters into relationship with us is through Jesus Christ. And so we know God as the God of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, that is the bridge. Our Lord Jesus is the bridge between the eternal, necessary nature of God and us and, and the people that with, with whom he has a relationship because God became one of us. God became man. And the connecting link between those two is Our Lady. It is this great, immutable, eternal 
divine nature that we call God, that in the womb of the Blessed Mother took upon himself a, a lowly human nature, and he did it through the humility of Our Lady. And the, the truth of God as utterly distinct from anything created, the one true transcendent God whom alone deserves divine honor, that truth of monotheism was defended by the prophet Elijah on Mount Carmel. And this is where the, the Carmelites uh, originate from. They trace their tradition at least uh, back to Elijah. And Elijah, in his fidelity to uphold the truth of the unity and the oneness and the transcendence and the greatness of God and his, his struggle against idolatry and that faithfulness to God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who revealed himself to us through Moses, uh, brought him uh, a lot of trouble, a lot of grief, made him an outcast. Uh, many times in the stories about Elijah, Elijah says, I alone am left. I'm the only prophet left. The bad guys have killed all the other true prophets. I'm, I'm, I'm the only one left. And uh, sometimes, you know, we can, as Christians, kind of feel like that. Like we're a, kind of a, this remnant and there isn't anybody left and we're all alone. But what sustains us is uh, the example of the fidelity of Elijah, the example of the fidelity of the Carmelite order for whom we should, we should thank God for, their great witness across the ages. Uh, they have given us many saints, St. Saint Therese of Lisieux, uh, St. Benedicta of the Cross, many amazed St. John of the Cross, one of the most incredible uh, doctors of the church, probably the most important doctor of the church when it comes to mystical and spiritual theology. The Carmelites are an incredible witness of fidelity to the revelation of the one true God and his relationship with mankind through the Blessed Mother. And so in our struggles to remain faithful to God and to what he has taught us, uh, we, we invoke the patronage of Our Lady of Mount Carmel and we pray for ourselves and we pray that God would bless the, the Carmelite order as well.